here we all are again. We thought that we would talk about like teachers are people too. Yeah, like just how sometimes you as a person, sometimes you make a mistake or sometimes you're at work and you like don't do something that good. Unfortunately, that happens to us as well. Yeah, we're not as perfect as we hate to say it. This is the prevailing thing on social media with teachers is like the argument that we should be able to have our own life and we should be able to not be infantilized. Speaking of teachers being very real people and making mistakes, do you want to hear a very real horrifying mistake that I made today? Wait, yeah. Have you told me this already? No, it just happened. Okay, excellent. So I use my personal computer at work, not because they didn't give me one. My lovely district gave me a computer like they're supposed to but it is a pc and i am a mac person i know how to use it but me using a mac i'm like 10 times faster and i have a not a smart board but one of those like the touch Mm -hmm. the giant ipads and i have a little plug that plugs into my computer so that that thing is like a extendo screen for me and then i can have the kids come up they press it like we're all having the time of our lives so one weird thing that happens is when i am in extendo screen mode sometimes if i didn't set it up right if a kid touches something on the big screen it doesn't do it on the big screen it does it on my laptop like it thinks Uh my computer's the one that they're trying to control so a kid was putting her stuff down and like hit her backpack on it and it hit the photo app and opened my camera roll to the entire class (laughs) what was in there i cannot reiterate how bad this could have been like this could have been nightly news level horrifying. Thankfully, it was just screenshots of some of like a kid's work, the calendar, like it was school type screenshots. And then some pictures of trees that I found online that I had wanted to send to my boyfriend. So like, it really was fine. I Why? don't even because he likes plants. I love and I'm, you. I'm trying to show express interest in my partner's interest. But you know what? Actually, now that I mentioned, it, I don't think he replied when I said now we have to start a fight. So wait, so it was trees. no, that's one thing that I love about him is he texts like an old man, like the well, if you look through our text thread, it's like, are you on the way home? What do you want for dinner? Like, I don't think he's ever texted me, like, to just talk. But you send him pictures of trees, so you're also old. He likes trees. I'm trying it's to... It's exp- like my mom with her birds. Well, it was actually like a very like niche double interest because it was a tree trunk and it showed like the years and then it showed historical events oh. of how long the tree had been alive. So that was just like really trippy to me. So I sent Can it. Can we get a sliver of that and hang it on the wall? I think that'd be kind of sick. Right? Anyways. Okay. But yeah. So that is a great example of how teachers are also people. And like that could have been, like I said, so, so bad. But then again, like ask any corporate professional who's never made a mistake like that. Like we've all had a moment where we sent the wrong thing, opened the wrong thing, had a text come up on a Zoom meeting. That time my CEO accidentally posted a picture of his wife's ass on his Instagram story with a sticker that said, let's get vaccinated. Like we have all made mistakes. And I think we just need to recognize that like mistakes happen. Teachers are people. We've all had moments that are not our best moments. Yes. And speaking of which, we have a guest. Hello. Hi. There's a man in the the room with us. We were sent your videos a lot. And if I'm having somebody on the podcast, I try not to listen too much of their story because then I have to pretend like I'm hearing it for the first time. But I like have the gist of the situation. So yeah, but Redacted, you didn't watch either, did you? People sent me what I think was your first video on the saga. And then a couple days later, Fraz was like, we should have this person on the podcast. And I was like, absolutely. And then 
and I purposefully avoided the rest of the videos so that I could hear it start to finish from you. So welcome to podcast land, everybody. We're here for another episode of Teacher Quit Talk, and we have an ongoing incident that we are reporting live on. Bringing you the breaking news that you ask for. We'd love to hear from you. How did, so one, what were you teaching? How were you teaching? Why were you teaching? Good question. How'd you get into this thing? Okay. So I've been doing comedy for eight years. I graduated college and was working in politics and just didn't want to go into teaching, but also politics sucked. (laughs) And so I- Spoiler alert about the workforce, you guys. Everything kind of sucks. It's not good. So I left politics (laughs) in 2016 for very obvious reasons. Went to teaching and I taught in the inner city for a couple years and loved it. And then I was going to stay there, but they wanted me to go back to college. I had like a provisional license and yeah, I just could I just couldn't do it. I wanted to stay, but I just couldn't do it. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to move from the inner city to the suburbs. And I didn't want to do it because I know how suburban districts are. And I knew that I was going to get watched. And the stuff that I say on stage is insane. Like as a comedian, I knew immediately that I was going to get fired. I told my principal, I called him today, my principal from my inner city school. I called uh, on the day I left. I was like, don't worry, I'll be back. They're going to fire me because they're going to see my comedy. You're like, this will last three to 10 business days. Potentially. And I can't believe it lasted three years. I've been at the district for three years and I just like kept it on low. Students would come up to me and be like, heard you do stand up comedy. And I was like, I heard you need to shut up. (laughs) Oh my God. I really thought it was going to be for something I said on stage and not for maybe the dumbest video I've ever posted on any platform possible. It's always the dumbest video. Redacted thinks I'm going to get fired for my Grimace Shake video, but I maintain that I didn't even die in that video, so it's not even that bad. <laughs> I No, I didn't say you, I might have said, but I don't think you're going to get fired. You said, I how are you going to explain have, that one to your principal? Yeah, no, I think you're going to have the most awkward meeting ever. I don't think you're going to get fired. I think... I'd rather get fired than have to explain that. Challenge accepted because I had maybe the strangest meeting I've ever had in my life. What is your Grimace shake video? We're all going into this blind. What is your... Are you familiar with the Grimace? I understand. I shotgunned a Grimace shake. You shotgunned a Grimace shake? That rules. But that wasn't even like my worst video. I've posted so many bad videos, which maybe this... Like if it is the stupid videos, it'll really get you. Maybe that is the one. When I get fired, I'm going to have to say, which which, which video was it? <laughs> like what was the final straw, you guys? You know what? I kept doing that with them and they were like uh it's actually i wish i had my letter i need to i need to pull up my termination letter because they have in quotations they have crop dust (laughs) so we have to tell people so tell us about the video tell us about crop dust gate like what what was your moment that shook them i'll break down kind of i'll give you the rundown real quick the elevator pitch of the story i was like i need to build up my social media before i quit to do comedy because you got to have a following to do that kind of stuff so i was after school on like the sixth day of school and this kid had annoyed me and so I was like "Ooh, the lighting is actually pretty good in here oh this is a good backdrop maybe this is where maybe I'll make a video and I made a video joking about how I crop dust kids that annoy me and it was advice to other teachers just like here's how you can get your revenge is you know what just fart and then blame them because they never think it's the teacher you know you can just always be like oh my god Samantha get it together obviously a joke but uh and to clarify when you made the video there weren't kids in the video no and you weren't like filming yourself farting on a kid like it's not like you did something that out of pocket the only thing that was out of pocket from it so then i had another video after that one did well that one got like five hundred thousand views and i was like whoa i thought this was dumb i thought this was so stupid we love the dumb we love the dumb and so does the talk the talk loves the dumb and so i posted another video that this time was 
was about drugs. And I just said, I love when students speak in code about drugs with me. <sighs> like they don't think that I understand what they're talking about. Like, yeah, I know what a blunt is. Let me be blunt with you. Right. Like the whole premise of the joke. And uh, the issue that the district had is that I'm at my classroom and behind me are thank you notes from students, which is ironic in and of itself that I'm being fired because of a wall of thank you notes from students. They probably watched that video on a projector for like two hours with groups of people and were like, somebody find something. Someone find something illegal immediately. Find a FERPA violation as soon as you can. A million percent. They were like law and order SVU just going enhance, enhance enhanced that girl from criminal minds is on the computer with her funky hair like <laughs> garcia she <laughs> talking to the superintendent just like oh baby boy i can't wait for you to see what mama's got cooked up for you you're like oh my god yes so that was what that that was what got you on that one well so what they did is they just asked me they were like my principal came to me and was like hey if i was you i would stop doing that and i was like but they're doing well you're like, <laughs> like but what if i did it even harder how would you feel about that i was like are you telling me or are you advising me and he was like if i was you i would not do it and i was like well you like your job so <laughs> i i can see why you probably wouldn't do it i always knew i was gonna get in trouble so i was like until district calls me i'm not gonna stop doing it because i asked for the policy I said, show me the policy. And he sent me the social media policy. And it's just talking about how you have to have like professional communication. Nothing says like from your classroom or anything like that. You know, I just, I was like, I'm going to keep doing it. Did it say no fart jokes? Now it does. (laughs) I can assure you they will be updating it. Oh yeah. 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 It's going to be included that. And uh, no, no talks about drugs. Please don't say the word Percocet on social media. Xanax is fine, but no Percocet. We all need Xanax to be teachers. You can talk about Xanax. We all know the truth, but no Percocet. Who among us doesn't have a Xanax prescription? The urgent care doctor that gave me Xanax did it because I said I was a teacher. They were just like, what symptoms do you have? I'm afraid of flying and I'm a teacher. No, literally. I was like in there for an ailment and it was preventing me from sleeping. And he was like, what do you do for work? And I was like, I'm a teacher. And he goes, all right, I'm going to write you a prescription for Xanax, help you sleep the next couple days. You'll be feeling great. I was like, this is an urgent care. No wonder we have an addiction epidemic in this country. I was like, you've never met me. I love that you're the symptom. Literally. I love that just you as a person, it's not like show me the symptoms. It's you walked in and you said, I'm a teacher. And he was like, he was like, ooh, ooh, say less. He's like, I just have to sign. I already wrote it out when I saw you drive up. So you you made these videos. District asked me to take them they down. They didn't think it was funny. They all. didn't get it. They put me on paid leave. They asked me to take them down. And that's when I said no. I was like, not unless you can tell me that the content is okay and the location isn't. Because like I knew if the content was the problem that we were never going to get to a place. I was like, dude, the stuff I say on stage is like so much more insane than any of this and like it's only gonna go down from here and so they called me in put me on paid leave called me in for a meeting to like kind of see oh so i just sat over the weekend and then i went into hr and the dumbest thing i did i asked my union rep i was like should i record this meeting and he was like well i actually take pretty extensive notes and i was like okay so i didn't record it and legitimately the first question legitimate question out of the hr dude's mouth as he goes uh well, Mr. Taylor, uh, I do have some preliminary questions we need to go through first and foremost. 
Uh, how many times would you say that you have crop dusted a student since you've been employed at this district? And I like that's the opening question. And I like just I turned to my union rep and I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not recording this. Like I didn't answer the question. I was just so dumbfounded that a, a grown man, he had a Rolex watch on. He asked me how many times I had farted on a kid. And then I had to lie to him and say none. That's the most insane part. Because it's not like I've ever tried to, but we... Like, you're in there all day, every day. You're going to fart at some point, and the kids are there. Yeah, what am I going to do? Call a supervisor so that I can walk into the hallway? I can have a private conversation with myself? If I ever get called into a meeting like this, I'm not going to be able to handle myself because I couldn't take it seriously. They would have asked that, and I would have been like, "Mm, between 5 and 10. (laughs) I, I wish that, like, being honest with... Because I wasn't like nice to them i was trying to be professional but like how do i not laugh in your face and that's like i started laughing and i was like i'm not trying to be disrespectful but you do realize this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard like (laughs) this is yeah i think that's why they fired me uh we'll be right back before we keep going we're gonna do an ad yay an ad So you laughed in the meeting, rightfully so. I would not have been able to hold it together either if the first question was, how many times have you crop dusted a child? Like, to open with that. To open. That's your opener. Like, make it about the FERPA violation. If that's what you're going to go for, then make it about that. And, like, I'm sorry, there's no, like, anti-fart clause in your contract that I know of. But it is one of those things where it's like, the situation itself is so absurd that you're like... I don't know what you want from me. And you're right. Had they come to me and been like, hey, do you understand that posting from your school with student names behind you is a FERPA violation? Had that been like the opener, I would have been like, you know what? I kind of started to think about it and have gone through and made changes. But also all of those students are former students. Like they've all graduated. They're all 18 years old. So like, I didn't think that it mattered. If that would have been how they came at me, I probably would have been much more willing to be like, okay, well, moving forward, can I make this content not at that location? But even when I hinted at that, they were like, uh, this This content is pretty out there. You're farting on students. You're lying to them intentionally. And I was like, dude, how many teachers do you know? Like, God, if they only knew the actual teaching situation in these schools or if they cared at all. But I I think that that was their big issue is that I kept asking and being like, well, what could I do differently? How could I make it work? And they just wanted me to go ahead and delete them. I'm sure it was they were worried about the PR, which is funny because now... The PR is about to get way worse. If you were afraid of PR, I'm Mr. PR, and you should be terrified. Dude, I was, like, talking to the HR rep, and I was like, dude, like, I know that this is not what y'all enjoy, but I'm just, if you think I'm annoying now. Just wait till I'm not relying on you for health insurance, then I'll get even more annoying. Yeah, when I've got all the free time now, the only thing I have to pay my bills is my mouth, I'm gonna run it. Because it was, like, over a fart joke, and that's the funny thing to say, But what's actually sad about it is that it's just because I wouldn't comply. Like, I wouldn't just, like, roll over and be like, yeah, you pay me $45,000 a year, daddy. I'll do whatever you want. 
Like The way it's so hard for me to not say daddy at work, that's something I really struggle with on a day-to-day basis because when they email me and they're like, fill out the student data form, like that's genuinely what I want to say. Yeah. And you can't say that. You can say, yes, chef. Okay, daddy, I'll do my chores. The thing is, it's like they didn't just fuck with somebody who's funny and has a platform. They also fucked with somebody with a political background. So you have a microphone in your hand and are smart. So- well- it is how I've looked at everything, you know, is just like, well, how does this play optically? Because I want my student. the thing I care about the most are my students. And that's the thing that I'm most bummed about. Like, I enjoyed teaching my students. Like, I was going to quit because I want to do comedy. But like, yeah, I care about those kids. And like, it was, it's sad that like, they are losing me and that I have to double down because this is what I would teach them to do. Like everything I taught them to do is like, hey, just ask why. Like if you ask me why I'm teaching you this, I will tell you. I will never say because we have to. There's always going to be a reason behind it. And so it just sucks to be in this position for them because now they've just got a long-term sub who they hate. (laughs) There's no way they're going to enjoy that. And the part that makes me really sad is that districts, admin, whoever it is, the one making the decision would rather rob children of a quality teacher than come to a professional compromise and agreement with someone and work with someone to make sure that they're all on the same page about what the expectations are. It's just easy for for them to write you off and rob those kids of that teacher and have them just sit in the room with a long-term sub. Like at my last school, I quit mid-year and I offered to literally for free record myself teaching so that the long-term sub could play it so that the kids would still be ready for the EOC and the principal said no because they didn't like the way I was speaking and those kids did not get any instruction after I left and most of them failed the EOC and I'm like because you don't like me you chose to rob these children of instruction rather than us being adults and having a conversation right that's what I wanted to do was film all of my lessons and then give them to my friend who still works at the school and then be like hey these are on YouTube now just approve them through the district and then uh just play them for the kids. I've been trying to figure out how to play it. Like, do I want to run for school board? Do I want to like try and be a sub in the district? Like try and- Mrs. Doubtfire them. Like apply to be a sub in the Mrs. Doubtfire outfit. (laughs) That'd be great. Doing my little interview. Hello, children. God, the power struggle of it all. That's their number one thing. And that's why I know young people want to be teachers is like they know you can't be on social media. Like, dude, I said nothing of like, oh my God, I can't believe this person's allowed to teach my children and I'm done. I'll probably never teach again. And so I can't imagine that some 18, 19, 20 year old wants to go into teaching when it's like, you know, not only am I not going to make money, but I also can't have fun. Like this is just how people live today is they're just on social media. And that's the crazy thing is that there are jobs out there where you can't be on social media. You can't have public opinions. You can't do these certain things, but most of them pay really fucking good. Right. Like usually they're willing to pay you for you giving up those levels of autonomy and giving up the ability to talk about certain things, to do certain things. Like I have a friend of a friend who would probably murder me if you knew I was talking about this who works like decently high up in the federal government and he is not allowed to have any social media whenever people do like family event photos he's not in them and like he gets paid very well because he gave up the rights to do those things which is how it should and instead they just give us little retirement benefits 
health insurance they dangle it like a little carrot out in front of us and they want you to chase it but like carrots suck hey we also get discounted tickets to aquariums and zoos sometimes yeah and sometimes the kc royals will do a teacher's night that you still have to pay 40 dollars to attend but you get a crew neck shirt that you're never gonna wear (laughs) it's itchy they painted a mural on the side of the building downtown that said we love teachers so that should be enough for you it's nice every time you drive past that you should feel so good that you never need to have an opinion on the internet yeah every time i drive past it on my way to sell plasma so that i can afford my rent feels great the thing is like if they and they don't even spell it out clearly like it wasn't even something that was articulated in your contract and i've been at schools that they fully don't have assigned contracts and it's a lot of like well then this is just implied and it's just It's not. I mean, how would you be evaluated if you were a teacher and on your instructions? It was like, uh, yeah, fill out number four and five or don't use your discernment. That's what they want to tell us is use your discernment. And it's like you're 80 years old. Your discernment compared to my like you make two hundred thousand dollars a year. We've got different levels of what is and is not acceptable. And it's also I'm glad you brought up like the 80 year old writing it. Most district social media policies have not been updated in years no. and social media today compared to even three four five years ago is so so different a lot of these district social media policies are so subjective with things like professionalism and things like that and i think it's so unrealistic as an employer of hundreds or thousands of people in some districts to not give clear guidelines to say if you are on social media nothing should be filmed in your classroom nothing should have student work in it like i think most teachers would be happy to get really clear professional guidelines and happy to abide by them. But when you make it so vague as use your discernment or use your professional judgment, Miss Redacted's professional judgment at 8 p.m. is different than her professional judgment at 2 p.m. when kids are in the room. I would like for somebody to be like, hey, uh, no social media. I'd rather you tell me, which is what college, like colleges do now if you're going into education they're like just don't have social media but that's not really super feasible anymore like just tell me where i can and can't because there are teachers on here posting videos from their classroom and it's not a big deal you know i've told every job i've had that i do comedy and even when you set it up even when they know what they're accepting as soon as it becomes the slightest bit of smoke they think there's fire and they just gotta you know put it out they don't live by what they preach by any stretch. Yeah, it's definitely interesting how it varies from person to person. I mean, we have people fully posting their freaking students. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about the people posting other people's kids on the internet. Creepy. And then in their caption saying, FERPA and media released has been signed. Yeah, girl, for the school, not for your page. No parent on earth was going to be like, yeah, girl, boss, let's get those kids on your TikTok. Well, some people apparently make their own. That's the thing that I've seen social media influencer teachers say. It's like, oh, well, I made one specifically for my TikTok. I feel like that's a lie. But still, it's just to me, it's an issue of like morality and ethics. And I think it's so exploitative. It is. Because like people make money on social media. A lot of money. And you're taking away from those kids instructional time and using them as child actors, essentially, for your page. Like if I was a parent 
Oh, I'd be everybody's problem. Oh, if Jay ends up on her teacher's fucking Instagram and I have kept her off of social media on my platform and then some teacher posts her, heads will roll. I will go so crazy, I can't even explain it to you. But like that's, I mean, as teachers, we have discernment. We know what that is. And like we know those guidelines. Like we've always known you can't record a student, right? It's like so clear, cut and dry. But it's like if they just went and made hey black and white here's what you can do and here's what you can't but when i leave subjectivity up to somebody who like i'm not on the same level as like i am a history teacher i'm here from 7 a.m until 3 p.m and then i'm gone your job is to be an asshole and you do it so well and clearly you're passionate about it that's what matters very passionate (laughs) to ask me how many times i've flexed mine in front of kids you're very passionate about asshole behavior and you are incredibly talented uh, I, I just think that, yeah, I think black and white is where it should be. And teachers that post students are, it's just creepy. It's creepy every time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way around it. It's unsettling. Deeply. Especially when they do dances. That one really gets me. When the whole class is doing a dance, I really, that doesn't sit well with me. Even the one where it's like, hey, we're high-fiving Mr. Taylor when we're coming to the class. I'm like, just do it on your own. Who cares? And you can talk about it. Like, you can then go get in your car and go to your home or even in your car and say, here's a really fun, cool, and fabulous thing I like to do with my students. And, like, we can get that from you describing it. And also, like... Are you not funny enough to make your own fucking content? You need your student. You need your students for that. Like, go to therapy. Take a year off. As a matter of fact, take forever off. Verizon Wireless is always hiring. I did that job too. I got fired from that job, but from Verizon. Oh yeah. What'd you do? I have a hard time with authority that I don't respect. Uh, mood. Yeah, and I, it's always gotten me in trouble. I I have a joke in my act, which the worst part about this situation is now I have to change my set, where I used to say that it was like that I have job security as a teacher that was the joke right that i've been fired from every job i've been this is legitimately true as i've been fired from verizon i got fired from politics and quit because i just kind of like gave up i got fired from Coldstone creamery twice not the Coldstone. that's supposed to be a safe place oh yeah if you don't sing for that money they will get rid of you really i always thought that i wouldn't be able to do that i was like i would be too embarrassed to do that so i don't think wait they would fire me for that yeah because it's like you have to now i don't think you do have to sing now i think that they've gotten away from that but like yeah it was like a big deal and then i would always i was 16 years old you know i wasn't of right mind at work you know i was hanging out beforehand it's always when you're a teenager that the manager is like I don't think you're taking this just seriously. You're like, yeah, I'm 16. This is a Coldstone Creamery. That would be a correct assertion. I'm working here so I can afford Bush Light. You're like, you can literally send my paycheck directly to the gas station. Yeah, give it to Circle K. <laughs> They'll know exactly who's it for and what it is. They'll give me a pack of Newports too. Yeah. When I was 16, the only thing I cared about was not being at work. Same right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I think that's something that's held true. I was thinking about that today. I was like, is there any job on planet earth that i would want to do and i was like what if i was a superstar like a pop sensation would i want to go to work and i realized i don't think i would no (laughs) i think i would still feel the way that i feel i think the only job i wouldn't hate 
would be like Oprah when she had the Oprah Winfrey show. Just a full hour where we get to do whatever I want and everyone has to pay attention. Oh my God, that's teaching. Oh my God. (laughs) Me teaching is just doing the Oprah show three times a day. Welcome to the show. By the third one, it gets really good. (laughs) By the third one, they're like, you're out of gifts. You're like, God, I gave away all my candy in first hour. Second hour, got all the snacks. Like I'm out of poppet toys. Oh God. You're giving away poppets? I do give away poppets because some lovely people on the internet sent me poppets from my Amazon wish list. But I don't, you have to earn that poppet. So I do the raffle every week and that's one of the prizes. Did you think that you needed to post your students doing the raffle online or do you think you can like fake it? I really didn't. I think me <laughs> just explaining it, everyone really got the point. Are you sure? Uh, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, what if you exploited kids instead? <laughs> I think you should try it next time. You said you just went back to teaching. Let's see if we can get you back out We're of doing raffle tomorrow. So I think... I think what I'm going to do is I am going to wear a GoPro on my head that goes directly to Instagram Live. <laughs> a girl did that during lockdown. Do you know that? A teacher had her camera propped up in the corner of her classroom and she just TikTok lived the entire day of virtual learning. Why? For clout. What could you possibly be gaining from that? With the kids in the Attention. room just on TikTok live? And people would come in my comment section and be like, Fraz, will you do that? Will you show us your school day? And I was like, Ah, uh, no. You know what I'm thinking about? You know that like NPC trend on TikTok Live where people are like, yes, thank you. Yum, yum. Imagine if you trained an entire classroom of kids to do that and that's all you guys did the whole day. <laughs> that would be a good call and response. Yes. Yum, yum. Mm, a rose. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear me yum once. I think your whatever your new set is, is going to be just wonderful. I think it's going to be better. I think you're going to be just fine. Blessing in disguise. Yeah. I started working on it last night, and it turns out that no matter where you talk about an HR person asking you if you farted on a kid, it's funny pretty much everywhere. It is one of those universal things. So I, I think it's going to be ultimately like I've been so thankful for this like it's just nice to have some sort of momentum you know i've been touring for the past like five years and doing that while trying to be up and teach every day it's like it's just at a certain point like kind of killer i think it's also like comedy wise everyone knows a teacher pretty much so it's something that like is such a common job that it's going to Everyone has periphery information about it. So it's easier to make stuff land because people kind of know the vibes. It's very relatable. Like, yeah, to be able to build from that momentum and like, because I don't want to be a teacher comic. You know, that's not who I was before. I don't just talk. My version of talking about teaching is like, I like to joke around about it. So it's it's blurring the lines of doing teacher comedy and just marketing it to get people out. You know, that's mostly what it is. I'm so much more proud of the stuff that I say on stage than the videos that I've created. But I'm aware that the videos are more marketable. Nobody wants to watch stand up on TikTok. You just do what you're feeding this beast with something that you think is enjoyable. But it's not anything that I think like this is revolutionary. This is so creative. It's like this is fine. This is okay. It's always the stupidest shit that goes viral. Always. Every time. Anytime you are like, you try, you're creative, and you spend a lot of time in it, that's a great way to get like 12 views. Right. Right. The new thing in my life is my girlfriend sits in the bedroom and I have this new place that's not my classroom where I record videos. But the student names are still there. The thank you notes are still up. You're like, I actually printed large photos of them individually with their social security numbers. So that is the backdrop. 
Yeah, I did an Elf Yourself with all of my students, and I have them reaching into a raffle. They're all just 2D cutouts of their faces. Is that cool? You're like, that's perfect, right? They're avatars of themselves, doesn't that? You're like, I did AI images of them fighting each other, so is that okay? (laughs) I put their image into AI, and I said, imagine them as a Pirates of the Caribbean character, and then this is now an AI-generated version of them, so is that fine what if we got subjective with their policies like, what if we were like you guys know <laughs> the ai photos of trump getting arrested i put the kids faces on the cops so then right, we're right. good <laughs> <laughs> all the kids are showing their parents like look at what we did today we arrested donald trump <laughs> if i was a parent i would call a teacher and i'd be like first thing i want to say is hell yeah brother <laughs> i love you also, what the fuck is happening in here? What are, you guys, are you guys 3D printing out little tiny people? I, it's so funny to me. God, I wish I would have done that. I went in like with the full mindset of just like, they're going to let me back. I can like kind of figure out what's going to be allowed and what's not going to be allowed. And I knew leaving that meeting, I was like, oh, they want to fire me. There's no like kinda like they're pissed about this. And that's when I like I just turned the the amp to 12 and was like, well, I guess I'm going to start posting about this now, too, because I'm not going to lose out on how I feel. And so I'll sit in the my, my room now and I'll go to record a video because I feel like I've been right yeah. in every step of the way. Like I have gone through it a million times in my head and I'm like, I'm sure that I'm right here. So I actually wanted to kind of put it out there so that anybody who wanted to know why is this person getting fired could see what it is. But when you get in the weeds like that, it's so boring and you're trying to make videos. And so now I'm like trying to hustle through it. And then it's like 45 seconds in and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, that's just (laughs) that's me recording a TikTok now. Like, it's it's not going to be fun doing this instead of teaching either. It's not. Let me tell you one thing right now. I'm going to have to Mrs. Doubtfire this. I really am going to show up. (laughs) Just TikTok live my interview. I think you're going to have a lot of fun doing stuff that you really like to do. And I think you're going to be really successful on the Tickety Talk. But I just can't believe how you got there. That it was Fartgate that gave you your big break. Somebody said that and I was like, oh, I'm taking Fartgate. I got yeah. fart gate is great. Way better than drug gate too. Right? Redacted, did you ever have a gate? I had water bottle gate. He has fart gate. What did you have? I don't think I've ever had a gate. I'm pretty good at identifying gates and shutting them down before they get gateable. Water bottle gate was not foreseeable. No, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> that was crazy, Steven. I went to Dollar Tree and it was when the COVID closed all of the water fountains at school. And my kids kept being like, miss, I need water. I'm going to get like, and then you have to send them down to the fucking office office and they have to get a water bottle. It's a whole thing. It's very annoying. So I just was like, you know what? $27. We're just going to do it. I'm going to save myself the headache. And after a day of teaching, so I have like mascara rubbed under my eyes. I'm like sweating because it's September. So it's so hot. I have this like tray of water bottles on my lap and I'm like, hey, you guys, I just wanted to tell you like how I got my students water bottles and what I'm going to do with them. Literally just explained it very briefly. 14 million views, and I would make you sit and guess what the 
controversy was, but I don't think it's possible. The biggest issues were one, are those BPA free? Well, they have a giant orange sticker on them all that say BPA free. Two, don't dishwash them, but how are you gonna wash them? How are you gonna do that? So a lot of that discussion was happening. And then the third and biggest issue was storage and labeling. So people were very upset that I didn't show them labeled because what happened was I took them into my room after that and I wrote on them in Sharpie and I put them up. And I was like, well, I, I wrote on them. People were like, well, that's gonna rub off. Well, what about when they take their lids off? You know what you should do? You should take two symbols and put a symbol on the lid and a symbol on the water bottle so that it matches. But that's really like not, you're not giving the students choice and voice in that. So why don't you like let them put stickers on there. Or you know what, I can, well, this was a big one. People got really pissed at me because I didn't do it special enough. You bitch. So they were like, I have a cricket. Why don't you send me your class list and I will print your students' names. And I was like, I'm not sending strangers from the internet my class list. And they were like, well, you give it to parents for Valentine's Day, don't you? <laughs> it was. Like, yeah, because their child's in the class and you don't have a kid. Next question. People went as far to say, tell me how many A's, B's, C's, and D's are in your class list so that I will just print you the letters like it was pandemonium did your school get pissed at you no they literally i bought the water bottles and two days later they opened the fountains and i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) i just hung myself out to dry on the internet for nothing it was very interesting that sucks Everybody came out of pan- out of the pandemic just like we're gonna rethink how we do education. We're gonna we're we're gonna reform the process. We're gonna change everything. And then TikTok came out of the pandemic. It was like, how can we teach using TikTok? I used to find TikToks all the time, and then they would be either like very fake very real or very hard to determine and we would just do like friday like fact check where it was like all right let's go see if we can like determine if this was like real or not i thought that was what people were going to do after the pandemic and instead they were like uh actually we're going back to exactly how we've done it for the past 70 years i used to show them literal tiktoks because i would find history videos that were funny informative all those things and show it to them and then we also had i don't really know if schools are encouraging teachers to do this anymore, but I saw it a lot in the COVID times where they were encouraging teachers to make like a teacher Instagram for the kids to follow and like put it on private and use it for like shout outs to engage with parents, whatever. And so I think it's like so asinine that we are kind of expecting teachers to use social media in the classroom, but also penalizing them for it and also not giving them clear guidelines about how to use it in the classroom. And that's why I just don't use it at all anymore because I was like, y'all ain't gonna catch me slipping. That's one thing. Yeah, you kind of have to. It's like you either have to just commit that you're not going to do it or commit to getting fired. Like, I mean, it is kind of a joke, but it was something that I 110% knew was going to happen because, I mean, also it's like with this QAnon thing, like it's so crazy. Like they hate public educators so much when i posted that i got put on administrative leave and again this is my first time to deal with this so this might be like small potatoes but like i had accounts that were like you know somebody was like why did you get put on paid leave this random account was like because he was snapchatting his students after hours (gasps) oh yeah he was inappropriately messaging his students after and i was like i was like out like on a bird scooter with my friends like exploring the town and i was like you're like i didn't do that I didn't snap I just screech them. it to a halt. <laughs> I'm just like, who is this person? And I click and it's just QAnon, MAGA. Like it's everybody that's 
been a nuisance for me it's been those because i think i posted you post left-leaning stuff on tiktok too they'll, and just they'll like, find you i don't know how much you know about me steven but that's my whole shtick so it's gone poorly oh is that your QAnon? i'm so sorry I am. i'm so sorry that i've done this to you i Look, love the uh, lizard people investigate the denver airport investigate the denver airport. <laughs> 4chan is basically my second home it's like TikTok and then 4chan right underneath Yeah, this it. is getting flagged on YouTube for sure. <laughs> I know, we're fucked. And Fraz, I forgot. I did have a gate. It wasn't as intense as your gate. Do you know that Flight of the Bumblebee song where it's like... You know that <laughs> yes, one? but I can't even predict how this is going to turn out. Tell me. So I posted a video with that audio and just like me being like... Doop, 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 doop. And the text was, teacher hack, if your students aren't doing something fast enough play this song on a timer and they'll do it really quick. And I literally, in the caption, put obviously not when they're struggling with an assignment for things mm. like getting out materials or gluing and taping things together. And everyone was like, I actually suffered from anxiety as a teen and this would have made me not want to go. And I was like, oh my God, I literally play it for exactly what I talked about. Like when I'm like, okay, get out your Chromebooks and open up Google Classroom. I'll play that. Like it's like it's not like read this document written by George Washington in two minutes with this timer on. Like I'm not torturing oh my goodness. them, but I just want to put a little pep in their step when they're doing like logistics things. And a lot of teens were very upset at that, and they said like, "Ha ha ha!" Love when teachers thrive on giving students anxiety, and I was like, "If you don't even know, oh my goodness, I'm the most anxious person in this room. I'm more scared of you than you are of me. So scared, you have no clue. It's so." frustrating when people assume the worst and i think that's my biggest bugaboo with social media where it's like people truly is like look at you and assume that you're doing the negative thing even if you explicitly say you're not that's it like i was like i told they were like he asked me about the farts and then he was like how many times have students talked about drugs in front of you and you didn't report it and i was like none that's also not what the video says and he goes how many times have you lied to students and i was like none. a thousand next question he goes <laughs> <laughs> uh, what i was i was explaining i was like I, most of what i teach is like how to identify misinformation and propaganda like that's a big part of my teaching strategy and i was like i've never lied to students intentionally and he goes well i'm sorry my, with all due respect but how do i know that you're telling the truth here and not the person on the video and i said well i mean like just don't believe everything you see on the internet like i don't know what you want me to i'm right here in front of you telling you that i'm not do why are you listening to a tiktok this is exactly what i would tell my students not to do <laughs> like, i would have started speaking in tongues i would have gone into NPC mode. I would have been like, ice cream? Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a rose. <laughs> That's the thing is that they were like, I was, I was like, it's obviously a joke. And he was like, well, how it's not obvious if we're in here. And I was like, it just shows you have no media literacy. No, literally. Like, all you have to do is click on my profile. And the first thing you see is me doing stand up comedy. And it says comedian. And then you're like, you know what? I bet these videos are actually very serious. <laughs> like, I think before any leader can penalize their employee for social media usage, they should have to write a paragraph describing the difference between a post and a story. And if you can't do that correctly, you are not allowed to have an opinion about what we're doing online because clearly you just don't know what's going on. And how do you find them? What do they do? When do they delete? That's great. That'd be awesome. Like if I could get three to 
five sentences in your own words about the difference between a post and a story, then I will be willing to have a conversation with you about teacher behavior online. Unless you know that, you're just... You just don't get it, and it's fine. Well, wait, so I want to hear, like, so where, so you had the meeting where they put you on administrative leave, and then they came back and said, you're out of here, friend. They came back, and I had another meeting. I didn't have a meeting to be put on administrative leave. They just called me and were like, don't come in, and we'll have a meeting on Monday. Had the meeting, and then I was like, they're going to fire me for sure, and then we were supposed to have a meeting on Wednesday, and then they called me and said, investigation's still going. We're going to move it to Friday, which I was like, oh, they're going to fire me. (laughs) Usually when they they find out you did nothing wrong investigations are short if they ever extend it it's usually not a great sign well and what they were <laughs> mad about is they gave me a legal cease and desist to delete four out of the, all four videos and i read the cease and desist and it was talking about student names and identifiable things from the district and i looked at my drug video which was also doing well and I had seen how well the other one did. So I kept that one really tight on my face. And I was like, well, I don't think this one applies to the cease and desist because nothing identifiable. And so I was like, I, I took down three out of the four. And then the next day they were like, no, that one also needs to go. So that was like why the investigation was continuing is because I just hadn't like fully complied yet. They were like, fuck you guys. Normally when we do this, they shut the fuck up. Why isn't it working? Yeah. And they're like, call them and tell them we need two more days. Two more days. <laughs> Why didn't this work? Every time we pulled out the cease and desist, nobody's ever fought back against it. And it is. It's like a power thing. And this is exactly what I teach my students is like systems suck and they try to keep you down and you're allowed to question them. It's okay. Your life's not going to be ruined. And it was like, I'm just in a position now to be like living that out a little bit without like the fear. Uh, I'm never going back to teaching. Never say never. I am. I will do <laughs> debate volunteer and I might sub, but like... I don't have comedy is the thing so I don't care if they go after my license I don't care if they say that I was a bad teacher or whatever like I'm in a position to be like no you know what fuck you eat your cease and desist you know I I don't care they gave me the option to resign or be terminated and if I resigned I got like paid through the end of September and they gave me all of my summer pay but then they said I had to be completely confidential and couldn't disparage them at all and I was just like, well, that doesn't sound like a good time. You're like, I know myself really well, and I don't think that's realistic. So I'm going to choose option B. Yeah, I knew that they would just be watching everything I did from now until eternity. Like, actually, you said something about our district. That's going to be $2,500. Like, I'm going to say something about the district tomorrow. Redacted's principal still watches everything we do. Redacted's principal's our biggest fan. My old principal. He literally, I found out, projected my TikToks during a meeting. Like, when I made that joke, that was based on reality because they were watching them on the big screen with like 10 people around redacted be careful there's a my my pinned video on tiktok is me doing comedy in front of my principal he was a homie and to clarify to clarify that's my former principal who was hate watching me because i was talking about the many terrible things he had said and done to me post me quitting oh that's rad my current principal has no idea any of this exists and kang if you're listening i'm so sorry i didn't tell you please forgive me (laughs) how did you do oh you have a different name you you go by redacted I'm misredacted. So if you Google me, I'm clean as a whistle. That's great. My middle name is uh, Griffin. And so I wanted to go by Mr. Griffin. 
because I was already doing comedy as Steven Taylor. I told my boss, I was like, they're going to find me and then it's going to be a problem. And like the district was like, no, you have to go by your legal. Because they even do, they do the same thing to teachers that they do to students. They're just like, yeah. Your government name. None of this new name shit. We don't, we don't tolerate any. I was in the very lucky position that when I, so I started making TikToks after I started teaching and I had already seen a lot of big teacher TikTokers and some woes that they had gone through. So like from the jump, I kind of set up boundaries for what I was going to do and not do. And I'm very grateful that I got to watch other people go through their woes so that I could learn from their mistakes. Yeah, I wish you would have sent me those about three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Maybe just a little research next time. That's what <laughs> you need a guide. Uh, hey, are you a... Are you a teacher trying to start a TikTok? Watch Pick this. a different name. Download my <laughs> ultimate TikTok draft book. Here's, <laughs> it only costs $37.99. But yeah, so now uh, they gave me the option and I told them that I they could fire me because I wasn't going to resign. Well, I think then you can get unemployment too. They said that they were going to go for my unemployment benefits. And they said if I did get fired, they were going to say that it was like insubordination. And so that's why I should be fired. But yeah, so I've got to go to the school board tonight and make my final. Uh, not a plea. They're going to fire me no matter what. This is like Jesus. I'm also going to video it. It's like a live execution. Yeah, it really is. is yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like that season ending of Game of Thrones. Yes. The first one. Everyone <laughs> gather in the square. Please post it on TikTok. We all want to watch. I am going to do the video because I have to. Perfect. Yesterday I did my first live and I was asking for lines that people thought I should use. And one of my friends was like, you should say, unfortunately, this is the last lesson I get to teach my students. And I was like, God, oh. yeah. Yeah, that eats. Powerful. Put it on the, that's the closer, baby. That's how we're walking out. That's a, that's a mic drop. That is exceptional. I am so excited for this. Is that where you're going after this? Like literally after this? Yeah. Hell well, yeah. That's why I had to change my heart out because I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go figure this out. Is there anything else you want to tell the people before you go to represent yourself before your leaders? Uh, please go follow me at formerly Fat Steven on everything because now this is all I have. Uh, I'm gonna be on tour from now until I die. In a city near you. It, honestly, I'm going everywhere between now and December. So if you're in. Ohio, Louisiana, Arkansas, Florida, Tennessee, Chicago's not a state. What's that one in? Illinois. <laughs> if you're in, honestly, anywhere, I'm, I'm trying to go everywhere. So that's mainly it. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love that you can joke about something so terrible because it's so fucking funny. Like, it's so <laughs> it's terrible so that you got fired, but it's literally just so fucking funny. If it wasn't the most absurd thing, and if I haven't been doing jokes about how I can't get fired for the past three years. You accidentally manifested it. Oh. Oh, I did. It's on my vision board. <laughs> my vision board is just Donald Trump, but not for like Fraz's reason of being a QAnon supporter, but just just your fire. I just was waiting for that moment. I'm you should working. go on Celebrity Apprentice next when they start live streaming it from the Fulton County jail cell. He's going to rot in. <laughs> Me and all the POs, me and all the <laughs> correction officers and <laughs> inmates. Oh my god! I don't know you that well, but I don't think you would do great in prison, just based off what you've mentioned about your feelings about authority. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, they'd fire. How do you get fired from jail? Oh yeah, you die. Right. Yeah, it's okay. There it yeah, is. That'd be what it is. Well, this has been a lot of fun, for real. Thank y'all for for having. Of me course, this. everyone, go follow our new friend, and yes. hopefully, we'll see what happens at tonight's school board meeting. Thanks for serving the youth as long as you did <laughs> we'll see y'all around y'all be good take it easy bye, bye.